0: to scale your results without working harder. To learn more, click the link in the show notes or go to milliondollarsellerchallenge.com. Welcome to the 2X Podcast. Here's your host, Bill Caskey. Hey, 2X Podcast listeners, Bill Caskey back with you. I'm going to, uh, do something a little bit special today. Instead of just turning on the microphone, i produced this a little bit differently. And I had a, uh, oh, by the way, if you're, uh, before we get started, we got we to gotta do some shilling. Uh, go to BillCasky.com. I've got three freebies there. If you have not downloaded uh, the one that applies to you, I've got a CEO's freebie. I've got a C- uh, sales manager's freebie and also a salesperson. So if you uh, are fit in one of those, which I presume you do, if you're listening to this, Go down to com and look. It's right at the top, and you'll see it. Uh, also, if you're a sales leader, go to slash Rise Webinar, and you can see our schedule of leadership webinars there. So, um, those are coming up uh, pretty frequently here over the next 60 days. Today's episode is actually. Part of, (laughs) this is a circular way to get around this, but let me tell you what I've, uh, I'm going to do an episode in the next couple of weeks where I talk about leverage. And I see this so frequently, especially in the leadership game where we're just under leverage. We're just not leveraging ourselves. And so we do something once and then we do it again and then we do it again and we can never delegate it because we never write it down. And when we go out and do something, we don't think, well, how else can I use this thing and I think there's some secrets and tricks to it i'm going to take I'm going to combine two people's theories on leverage, and I'm going to m- kind of meld them mind meld them into a third, which is going to be our yours and my two x theory on leverage but that's next week but as I was doing this, I was thinking about um, I did a coaching session with a young man, one of our clients at a Starbucks the other day actually it was yesterday when I'm recording this and he was struggling with how to start the sales call. And uh, and I find this pretty typically, that uh, it's the beginning, it's like the first two or three minutes that there's that clunkiness and awkwardness, and it's, uh, you know, do we just ask questions that we start interrogating? Do we tell them about us? Do we tell them about the business, about our company, about, you know, the personal story? There's all this confusion. So I don't think this is necessarily... Right for all times, for all people on the first call. But I think you can take some things from this and use it in your world. So I wanted to play for you. There's three parts to this. I'm going to play the part, and then I'm going to come back and comment in between. And uh, this is done at a Starbucks with a lot of background noise. It was done on the phone. I just uh, turned the voice memo on. By the way, for you leaders who are coaching people, I would suggest this as an awesome tactic to record what your coaching is. Sometimes when you're coaching somebody, actually, this goes for anybody, when you're doing something and you do it all the time, pick up your phone and put on voice memo and record it. And then go back and listen to it. And as you listen to it, you're going to learn, oh, you know what, right there, right there, I could have done something different, or I could have said it differently, or I could have modified the words or whatever. Or, gosh, I left out the most important thing. That's usually what what for me it is, is how did I leave that out? It's only the most important thing in my message, and I leave it out. So record and then go back and listen. And if you are a sales leader, when you record coaching for one of your people, you can also send that out, maybe edit it down a little bit, send it out to the rest of your people. Because if you have 12 people on your team, and you're coaching one person, the other 11 aren't privy to this. So it's a, a decent way to leverage your time, which again, we're going to talk about next time. This uh, young man had a, has a problem, as I said, where he's going in, he's talking, uh, and he's not sure how to start. So the first clip you'll hear is me helping him with just that intro. So I, I appreciate you inviting me in. What I thought we could do today is uh, I'd like to find out a little bit about you and what your circumstances are. I know we had a brief conversation. I want to learn more about what you're trying to accomplish. I'd also like to tell you a little bit about the industry, the, the benefits industry, because it's changing rapidly. and. I feel like I owe it to people that I'm talking to is to share observations that we've made about it. Then we can talk about your specific needs and we can figure out at the end whether we want to have another meeting or not. And either way is fine. Okay. So I'm going to point out a couple of things there that I think were important. Number one. I think it's always critical that up front, we set the stage. We've got to set the stage. It's up to us to set the stage. Don't expect your customer to set the stage. I had a call with a person the other day, and he sort of took control. It was a phone call, and it was for a program that we do. And typically what happens on those calls is I will will start the call and say, hey, I'm, I'm glad you arranged this. Let me tell you kind of how this works. But he just took over. He just, boom, he was in it. And so I had to let him go for a a minute or two, actually. And then I came back and said, so now that I hear that, that's really useful. Let me tell you what I'd like to do on this call. He said, "Okay, fine. So you always have to set the stage, whether it's right up front or whether it's sometime in the first section, first two or three minutes, five minutes of the call. And that's what I was trying to do with this uh, young man here. Uh, Let's give him a name, Chip. We're going to call him Chip. It's not, but uh, I think he's a listener, so he'll, he'll recognize this. So I want to set the stage, which he did very well. Second thing I want you to notice is we didn't say we're going to talk about the the company. We didn't say that. What did we say? We're going to talk about the industry. Now, what's the difference between company and industry? I know you know what the difference is, but why would I suggest that you talk about the industry? Because... I don't want to rush into talking about how great our company is because that's what they hear from everyone. Everybody that calls on them, that's where they start. Well, you know, now that I've heard a little bit about you, let me tell you a little bit about me. I'm not telling them a little bit about me yet. I'm telling them about the industry. Because now you can take shots at the industry. You want to be an observer of your industry Kind of rising above it so you can discuss it and cue people in to the good and the bad and the ugly and the judgments and the misconceptions and perceptions and all that stuff. But if you rush right to the company, you can't do that. So you heard him say, uh, or heard me coach him to say, uh, and then at some point I'd like to tell you a little bit about our industry. Most of you are in businesses where the customer is not in the same industry. They, like you may be selling dental equipment and you may be calling on dentists, but dentists are not in the dental equipment industry. They're in the fixing teeth industry. So even though it could be sister brother or brotherhood kind of things, they're not exactly the same. So technically, I presume that you're not going to be in the same industry. So any kind of education you can give would be helpful. Let's go to clip two. So after she's told you about their circumstances, you could say, great, that's really helpful. I took a lot of notes here. Let me share with you our observations of the bits industry. It's changing rapidly. There's lots of new products people have no idea about or how to use. Population health being one, but there's a lot more. I find there's a lot of misconceptions about what the whole planning process is. I'd like to share with you a little bit about that and uh, also tell you some mistakes that people make when they're when they're in the process of exploring new opportunities or new avenues for solutions. Okay, so there I want you to be called your attention, called to a couple of things. We got into a little bit more detail there about what I'm suggesting he tell the prospect and that is tell them a little bit about what you're going to be doing. So you're going to talk about the industry, but what about the industry? And he said misconceptions and mistakes. So I've got five things here that I think uh, could could fit here. And I've talked about this on the 2X podcast before, but because we're right in the middle of a coaching session here, I want to bring them up again. There are several approaches you can take to this industry conversation. One is mistakes that people typically make. People like you, Mr. or Ms. Prospect, typically make when they get ready to buy something. Number two is observations that you've made about the industry or about the mistakes or about the misconceptions. Number three, it's the actual misconceptions themselves. So you might say, you know, there's there's three misconceptions people have about let's just keep the dental dental thing alive about uh, dental equipment. Misconception number 1 is that it's an expense. Well, it's not an expense. It's a capital write-off, blah, blah, blah. I'm not saying that's the thing. But what are the misconceptions people have when they get ready to buy your product or invest in it? Number four is trends. What are some trends that you're noticing in the industry? A trend towards something, a trend away from something. And the fifth thing is traps. What kinds of traps do people fall into, fall prey to? And if you can, and I'm not suggesting you do all five of those. I'm just giving you those five things as possibilities Uh, so that when you start talking about the industry, you pick one or two of those and go into a little bit more detail. Let's go to clip number three. And once they say... Yeah, no, I want to hear about the industry. Once they give you permission to do it, you can hammer, you can hammer things home. You can say, first misconception is people have no idea what's possible out there. They end up working with the same broker over and over and over and they get the renewal notice and they sign up and they never look outside. That is a huge mistake. Whether they change or not, it's a huge mistake. Number two, they are totally inept at blah, blah, blah. Third leading, third leading line item on the budget statement, you spend four hours reviewing it. That is totally backwards so you can hammer when you have permission to hammer but if you start if you don't get permission you start saying look you know i bet you have the problem if you don't spend a lot of time then they get defensive. yeah yeah okay the one lesson there is as i said to him to chip you can go deep and abrupt and sharp and raw and edgy if you're talking about observations, you're not accusing them of these things. In fact, I might even say that is, look, I'm making observations about the industry, not about you, because I'm not sure where you are. You can say, look, vendors screw this thing up in in chip's world. Vendors never talk to their customers until they get some kind of renewal or, you know, here's your bill for the next year. It's awful. It's pathetic. They never sit down and talk and do strategic planning and, and work through issues. It's just very, very little of that. So the the rep, the broker, whatever you want to call them, they just never show up. I want him to hammer that because I want that prospect to say, you know what? Come to think of it, my guy never shows up. He comes around once a year, and that's when he tries to justify why there's a price increase. I thought that's just the way the industry was, but now this chip here is telling me, no, no, no. That's, that's the old way of doing things. So you can go deep. You can go uh, brisk, briskly, go briskly deep. You can be bristly and brisk at the same time. So you have the opportunity there to really get serious and get passionate and get emotional and get get frustrated about the lack of professionalism in your industry, if that's true, or the lack of care to detail, if that's true. Whatever's true about your industry, this is where you can go at it. So I hope that has served you today. You know, I think this topic is really vital because think about how many first calls, whether it's on the phone, on a web call, face to face, even if you're doing presentations, you better get your first five minutes down well you better get it down. You better knock that out of the park because the rest of the 55 minute call or the 55 minutes that you have left will be determined on how you perform in that first five. And I'm not saying it's a performance, but it kind of is because you're setting the stage. This is the first shot you have at positioning yourself. If you fail at it, they're going to see you as a as an amateur salesperson who's in there trying to sell them stuff. And that's the worst position you can be in. If you succeed at this first five minutes, then they're going to see you as, a, as an expert, as a resource, as somebody who we can't do without here. We, we will miss out if we, if we don't engage Chip or Bill or whomever in this process. So this is really vital. If you want more information like this or how you can be a part of one of our 2X programs, you can go to billkasky.com There's plenty of information there. We're starting up groups all the time. If you're interested in being a part of something that can help you learn this kind of content and a lot more, feel free to go download free things and give me a call. I'd love to hear from you. Take care. Thanks. Bye. You've been listening to the 2X podcast. If you'd like to contact Bill, email him at Bill at or follow him on Twitter at BillKaskey.com.